Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to A to Z Sports Powered, as always, by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com. Uh, make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk and network and we go live every weekday morning at eight central time on facebook youtube and twitch links to the show segment by segment on our twitter timeline and also make sure you hit us up on instagram threads and tiktok for more great titans coverage gotta thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like wilson county hyundai make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or WilsonCountyHyundai.com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash atoz. The Aura app, keeping us all safe online and use the Aura app and our link, aura.com slash atoz for a two-week free trial. And our friends at Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer uh, with three great locations across the mid-state in, uh, in Columbia, in Murfreesboro, and also in Franklin, KrebsKubota.com. Sam, this is my favorite time of the year. You said six weeks from the season. I was like, yeah, you're actually right. It is six weeks, which feels like a long time. But the buzz and the energy surrounding the opening of training camp is so exciting. People come out of their summer slumbers of, sports and not really paying as much attention uh the, the diehards that the, our day ones our season ticket holders you guys that are here every day we love and we know you guys are here every day but there's just more people that their antennas are up they're paying attention to everything titans and that means we've got it for you because sam and i are going to be out there a lot throughout the next uh few weeks so our tans will get stronger uh, we'll probably have some sunglass tan lines as well, maybe a sunburn here or there, but we're going to have a great time talking about this. And before we dive completely into the first day of training camp, Sam, the Titans did drop some news this morning that we've kind of been waiting on the dates. The Titans will wear the Oilers throwback jerseys. And this is via the Titans on social media, October 29th against the Atlanta Falcons and Nissan stadium. That is uh, the uh, homecoming game where Amy Adams Strunk has done a great job of inviting Titans and Oilers of the past back to a home game weekend every year with a bunch of festivities. So very appropriate to wear the Oilers throwback unis October 29th against the Titans of the South in mustache now with Arthur Smith and every other former Titan that he has in the Falcons roster. And then also the Houston Texans at home in December. So it could not be better to wear that those Oilers throwbacks against the Houston Texans in Nashville. So Sam, what are your quick thoughts there on, on that news we got this morning? Uh, I mean, those are the best two games. I, I think that those were the not obvious choices, but just the best two choices lining it up with the homecoming game. What is a no brainer, but so perfect. And I'm very, very glad that, 
the Titans are making that happen. I think it's even funnier that it's the Arthur Smith game because if Mike Vrabel is in fact wearing his cowboy hat, little get up for the uh, the throwbacks that he's been considering, according to him, and talking is he, about is he wearing. Is he going to do the bum Phillips? Is that the plan? He said he's talking about it. And Kevin Byard said they're trying to talk Mike into it. So, uh, you know, maybe if all the players give him, if I'm Mike Vrabel, I tell you, I would say, look, so when is that game? What week is that? That's the week after the bye week, actually. So it would be week eight. So it's week eight here. You have six games. If I'm Mike Vrabel, I tell my team, win for the first six and I'll be bum Phillips in week eight. Like I, I'd give these guys some insight. I will embarrass myself and wear the outfit, but you have to win some football games to start the season. Uh, that would be hilarious. And if he's doing that in front of, it's like Arthur Smith is imitating Mike Vrabel with the mustache and his roster construction and everything that he's got going on in Atlanta. So why not have Mike Vrabel imitating bum Phillips a little bit? Hey, you know what? It's also Halloween weekend too. So why not dress mm. up? Ah, so look, That's here's all right, Sam. Zone. Okay, so Sam, now tomorrow at practice, afterwards, off the record, we just have to talk to Titans players and plant the seed. It's Halloween weekend. Of course, Vrabel should dress up as Bum Phillips. So we can start that seeds, you know, with going in the locker room, get that swirling yes. a little bit. As, as long as we can help them make it happen, it's all content, right? We all win. If Rabel wears the Bum Phillips outfit with the bolo tie and the cowboy hat on the sideline for Halloween weekend, I mean, love it. Perfect. Uh, we all win. Uh, Titans players, Mike Vrabel, probably going to beat the Falcons because the Titans are a better team than the Falcons. And then also we in the content business get big W's too. Well, that that's another thing, obviously like you got to play the game and these aren't bad teams. Like I think Atlanta's going to be somewhat competitive. They they're improved uh, yeah. and going to hang around 500 uh, in their division. And, you know, Houston has the rookie quarterback and CJ Stroud. So we'll see what they are. I, I like that you're, you're doing it against some, opponents you should be more competitive against yeah. like we don't need to be wearing these throwbacks against Cincinnati just to have Joe Burrow you know you know walk all over you again mm-hmm. in Nissan Stadium so let, let's see if we can get two wins in the Oilers throwbacks that would be nice and and that's what Hop said it, it, they look better if you win in them too when he said that so let's look at DeAndre Hopkins who was out there practicing for the first time uh yesterday at St. Thomas Sports Park we got our our highlight B-roll here, Sam, of D-Hop rocking the number 10, trying to break the number Jersey 10 curse uh, for the first time uh, in a long time. It's been nearly two full decades of a number 10 not living up to expectations in a Titans uniform. But DeAndre Hopkins was very active early in practice. The, you know, the individual drills that we were able to record, uh, he looks smooth. Again, I thought one thing I noticed, Sam, was that D-Hop does not wear gloves during practice which, you know, the former baseball player in you made the batting donut analogy is that if you're not rocking the gloves in practice, that just makes the gloves feel extra sticky uh, when you're out there in a game. And so I like that thought. But what were your first impressions from DeAndre Hopkins uh, in the first practice? I know you spent a lot of time um, uh, during individual drills away from the wide receivers uh, where me and every other media member was at the wide receiver group. But what were your first impressions of Diop's practice overall? Yeah, I mean, smooth, uh, you know, look at the drills and you can see the technique that has allowed DeAndre Hopkins to extend his career this long and still be very productive. He he moves very fluid. Uh, he 
knows how to like he has very good control over his body um and like he doesn't have the fastest feet in the world he's not the fastest runner in the history of the world but like he just knows how to manipulate his body and you know that pops up on tape when he creates separation when he has good reliable hands and as Ryan Tannehill said you know he doesn't look open but he is open because he can find a way to get to the football and if he gets to it he's going to catch it uh, so I, I think you notice that just watching him do things as simple as drills and then watching the live period, it was very, very evident how much the Titans are going to, I don't know if I think force is the right word. That was kind of the word you used recapping practice yesterday, but yeah. evident how much Ryan Tannehill and DeAndre Hopkins are going to make a point of getting on the same page. Yep. Like just a little, you know, inside baseball for everybody watching the first five snaps for Ryan Tannehill during seven on seven. First one's a run to Derrick Henry. The next four are passes. Three of those four passes go to DeAndre Hopkins. And it was really like, that was his first read. First read in the progression, D-hop on a short to intermediate route, and he's delivering the football. So uh, the Titans are really going to try and develop this chemistry, get these two on the same page make sure they're comfortable and familiar with each other. And I saw that as early as yesterday makes your mind wonder where they're going to grow and progress to by the time training camp ends. Yeah. And, and I'm going to expand on that too, because I, yeah, I definitely have some thoughts on what I think the Titans are trying to do, Sam, kind of what you just mentioned there. Also uh, let's hear from Ryan Tannehill on what he thinks um, about DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll get that comment. But first, Sam, tell everybody about our great friends at the Bone & Joint Institute. Well, listen, Ryan Tannehill is looking for wide receivers he can rely on. He needs guys he can trust. And the Bone & Joint Institute is who you can trust and rely on. Whenever you need health coverage or whenever you get hurt in life, they are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Located out in Franklin with a state-of-the-art facility to assist in your recovery, they have everything under one roof on the same campus. Rehab, imaging, surgery, testing, a clinic, it's all in the same spot out in Franklin, so you're not driving all over Middle Tennessee to go from appointment A to appointment B. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute for reliable care whenever you get hurt in life. Schedule an appointment with them. It's boneandjointtn.org. Also with BetMGM, win big with the BetMGM app and use our bonus code ATOZ Sports. You get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses with the bone. In, oh, I'm sorry, with, with BetMGM and our bonus code ATOZ Sports. Uh, so check out uh, BetMGM. I've got uh, some free bets because I, I lost a, a bet last night on uh, the women's national team. Uh, mm. I picked them to win. Look, and, you know, it didn't happen, but I got the bonus bet because I used a. a uh, a, a risk-free token uh, for me right there. So check them out, BetMGM, bonus code ATOZ Sports for that first bet offer. So Sam, kind of go through what you mentioned about the, you know, inside baseball of the time of what the Titans did in that first period again. Kind of reiterate what the Titans did with D-Hop and, and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, so they came out in seven-on-seven, seven, their first live period of camp. Um, and you see a lot more live periods during training camp than you do during mini camp or OTAs or anything like that. And so, you know, we as media like to stand on the sideline, kind of chart, you know, every rep, see who's 
lining up where, who's getting the majority of the targets. I, I like to look at a quarterback's like first and second reads to get an idea of like who he's really trying to get the football to. And Ryan Tannehill came out for his first set. Usually it's about five reps for a starting quarterback. You take five, you come off for, you know, maybe five, you come back on for five. And he comes on, hands the ball off to Derrick Henry, and then throws the ball four times. And three of his first four passes went to DeAndre Hopkins. There was a, a ball over the middle. There was a quick curl on like a comeback. There was a slant, short to intermediate routes. But he's, you know, burying his first progression there, getting the ball out quickly. Uh, and Hop was making a couple contested catches along the way there. So this is what we saw him do with guys like Kyle Phillips last season, where it felt like mm -hmm. all the time during training camp, that's where Ryan Tannehill was looking to go with the football and where he was turning to. So it kind of, you know, makes me feel like, and I think makes you feel like too, this is a point of emphasis for the Titans in camp is get Ryan Tannehill and Deandre Hopkins on the same page that if that connection is clicking it makes everything else go a little bit smoother uh, yeah. and really helps the Titans offense. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I was trying to think of, you know, we're, we're not playing the one word game today, but if I had one word to describe it, you know, I, I mentioned forced yesterday, like they're trying to force it. I'm changing it. The Titans are clearly trying to accelerate the Ryan Tannehill, mm. Deandre Hopkins relationship, right? Like I think that's, that's the right type of word, they're not forcing anything, but they're trying to use as many of these opportunities as possible to get them going because we have seen Ryan Tannehill in the past in his what four seasons, 3.7 seasons as the Titans starter after taking over for Marcus Mariota, uh, you know, not quite midway through the 2019 year is that he's, whenever he spends a training camp with a receiver or a pass catching option that does carry over into the season. Whenever he doesn't spend as much time with somebody, it might take them a couple months in the season to get going. The perfect example is 2019. I've said this a million times over the years is that Ryan Tannehill got a lot of training camp work with AJ Brown and Anthony Ferkser in 2019's offseason. That worked when he took over as a starter. Corey Davis really blossomed in 2020 the next year with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and then you go through and see what happened with Julio Jones when Julio was active early in training camp and then was gone for like two and a half, three weeks. And then when Julio came back, Tannehill exited, right? Because Tannehill got COVID. Remember that it was a full year later and Tannehill missed a couple weeks uh, because of practice with, with the COVID situation. And so it was a struggle for both of them to get on the same page throughout the 2021 season. And so I think we know that we like to see Ryan Tannehill get off season work and, and now we have that opportunity with DeAndre Hopkins and a lot of targets early in that first practice. But let's hear from Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill on what he had to say about his new target, DeAndre Hopkins, yesterday. Yeah, uh, obviously excited to, uh, to have him on board. Um, been a fan of his from his game for a long, long time now and uh, admired his game for a long time. So uh, to be able to, uh, to come out and, uh, and put some work in here on the first day uh, was exciting. Good start for us. Yeah, a long way to go, but you know, starting to build that relationship you know, day one. I guess during his visit, I guess it was a month ago, what was the process waiting to see where he was going to end up, and how'd you find out he was coming aboard? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a waiting game, just like it was for everybody. You know, uh, had had some good time together uh, a month ago or whatever it was, uh, and then 
uh, just kind of waited through the process, communicated with them. You know, every so often I'd check in, hey, you know, what are we thinking? How are we, how are we looking? Uh, where are things at? And um, was excited to get that, that call from Vrabel uh, to let me know that, uh, that it was going to happen. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, it was a wait and see game, but uh, excited to have him on board. I know you trust guys to go get it. Is he may be as trustworthy a guy as there is in terms of contested catches and ability to go into small windows and, and protect you. Yeah, no question. I mean, you've seen it over the years as, you know, doesn't look like he's open, but he's able to come down with the football time and time again. Uh, just being able to, to build that trust here, you know, through the, uh, through the training camp, um, you know, see, see where I can put the ball, where he can go get it, and, um, you know, where he likes it, that type of thing. So, um, you know, excited to, uh, to go to work and, and keep building on what we started today. With that style so, of play and the way he specializes in it, does it, like, take a little bit more development of that trust? Like, does it require more trust? Yeah, I mean, trust trust is a big part of playing the quarterback position. You know, whether you know it's a guy like D Hop or uh, anybody else, you know, you have to play with trust in order to uh, to make plays. And the more trust you have, ultimately, the more plays you make. So, uh, got to start developing that trust. You know, we've uh, already been talking through a lot of the concepts and how I see things and, and how how we expect the routes to be run. So, um, it's going to be a growing process. We're going to have to put a lot of work in, a lot of time in, uh, but excited to start that process. Yeah, I mean, definitely started that process there, Sam. What do you think from Tannehill yesterday from hearing that two minutes of him uh, on D-Hop? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it really goes to what you said. Like, Ryan Tannehill has shown in the past and, you know, has a demonstrated history of it, the receivers that he trusts the most are the guys that he's going to look at in the critical situations. And I think you can tell who he trusts based on practice. Uh, you Kyle Phillips impressed everybody last season with his drill work, his footwork, his speed, his route running. There was a lot of things that made you go, oh, okay, wow, he could be something. But at the end of the day, you said, this is a day three draft pick. And what really gave me confidence in Phillips last year was not the drills, not what he was saying, not even what coaches were saying about him. It was watching what Ryan Tannehill did during live periods. It was, all right, we're going two minute. We're going red zone. Who is he looking to and who is he finding reliable chemistry with? And it was Kyle Phillips. He didn't really have that with Traylon Burks at the start of last season. By the end of last season, he did have that with Traylon Burks. And you saw that a little bit more in practices that then translated to games. And so. yeah, I I think real quick, I think it says a lot about what Kyle Phillips did is that he had nine targets in week one, right? Right. Well, right. I mean, and he, right. You look at his numbers and you say, well, he wasn't relevant, but he was Tannehill's go-to guy in the first game of the season before he yep. got hurt. And in that two minute drill, trying to win a football game in week one, Ryan Tannehill threw to Kyle Phillips to get a penalty, which then brought the Titans across midfield and then went right back to him to get him into field goal range. So like, and that, and that penalty. So technically he threw to him 10 times because the penalty doesn't count as a target. So yeah, I mean that that's and Ryan Tannehill threw the ball uh, roughly 35 times and 10 of those were, were in the direction of Kyle Phillips. So I think that's pretty impressive there uh, for what uh, Phillips was able to do. So uh, yeah, it's interesting to see what Tannehill is going to, you know, I definitely think that trust is important and, and Ryan Tannehill has been very good. We've heard receivers in the past talk about Tannehill and how he's very forward and how he says, this is what I want and communicates with his teammates on, this is where I want you to be. This is how I want you to get there, be there, and I'll get you the football. And I think that's, you know, we've seen that proof.
Well, and I'll remind you too of what DeAndre Hopkins said when he was first looking for his new team. People said, well, he wants an elite quarterback. And he was on the I Am Athlete podcast and said, yeah, I don't need an elite quarterback. I need a quarterback who loves the game, who lifts other people up, who uh, tries to make everybody else around them better and who's like super motivated. And, you know, that is what Ryan Tannehill is. He, you know, is an, I think he's an above average quarterback in today's NFL, but he is a tremendous leader. He's as tough as nails and he, you know, is very direct as a teammate in trying to make sure that the offense runs smoothly and people are all on the same page. So I think for a guy like D hop, it's a really, really good fit of a quarterback to come and partner up with. Uh, And I think they're both motivated to make this relationship smooth. And and I think when you're both have the same internal motivations uh, and they've both proven that they can get on the same page with a wide receiver or a quarterback in the past, like, I really think this, I think this is going to work. These two, like they feel like a very good match just listening to them and then watching, you know, the first day of practice. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, I think it's fair to say, and Sam, I know you would agree with this, that that, that DeAndre Hopkins and Ryan Tannehill got off to a fast start with their relationship uh, yesterday in the first practice. Now that doesn't mean Traylon Burks is not because I see, you know, a lot of anti Burks comments in the chat this morning, but Traylon Burks is also going to be that guy. Uh, too. And I think that's what makes this Titans offense so exciting because the trailing Burks in week one, he wasn't bad either. He had five targets. He had three catches and 55 yards. And I think we remember he should have had like a 40 yard pass interference that he drew uh, that did not get called on one of those. So he was a, he was solid too. And he missed a lot of time last off season and trailing Burks looks like a different guy and that's exciting overall. But Sam, you know, there's a lot of things as everybody was obsessed and completely engulfed in DeAndre Hopkins uh, every step yesterday, that there was a a clear storyline that I flat out forgot about. And so the first question we want to ask the chat uh, to see what you guys think, and this is also us kind of asking you guys what storylines you want to know about, but the DeAndre Hopkins buzz made you forget about what Titans storyline. The DeAndre Hopkins buzz made you forget about what Titans storyline, because I have a very clear one that it made me just be like, oh, yeah, that's happening too. Uh, So we'll get to your uh, questions and your answers here in a second. The DeAndre Hopkins buzz made you forget about what Titans storyline. But first, let me tell you guys, you should never forget about Krebs Kubota. Whenever you have an equipment need, there's only one place to turn. That is Krebs Kubota. They are an elite Kubota dealer with three locations in the mid-state, in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. And what does it mean to be an elite Kubota dealer? It means elite equipment because they have the best equipment in the entire game, in the industry. And they've also got the best warranties to go along with Kubota in the game too. And then you've got the Krebs name to go along with it. And the Krebs family has prioritized uh, customer service for as long as they've been in business, which is now over 18 years in the mid-state. So if you need something, if you need help with any type of equipment, Krebs Kubota is where to turn. Once again, an elite Kubota dealer with three locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro online, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code on your screen, ATOZ Sports, when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Best way to do sports gambling is when you can get money back and get a second chance to win big. And you can get that with the king of sportsbooks. So use the code, it's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app and BetMGM.com. 
for up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All right, Sam. So the question is the DeAndre Hopkins buzz made you forget about what Titans storyline. So I'll go ahead and send you to the chat, but just kind of like what we had talked about is that we all knew everybody was going to be all over DeAndre Hopkins and the wide receivers. And so I was there and then you went elsewhere. So it was like, I had DeAndre Hopkins in the wide receiver and you with the other media, you had everybody else in the roster kind of by yourself <laughs> there uh, at, at practice yesterday too. So I'll let you get to the chat to see what Titan storyline did you completely forget about with all the DeAndre Hopkins buzz? Well, I, Hey, it's uh a one of the best things about A to Z sports and the A to Z sports coverage throughout training camp and throughout the regular season is that we have uh, multiple bodies at training camp between you, between me, between Buck. We've got three different angles, three different people talking to players. Uh, and so, yeah, everybody is trying to get their video of D hop and, you know, you can go and handle that and get your video of D hop. Well, I'm going to go get the videos of other guys that uh, nobody else is going to get. I'm going to go get the interviews that nobody else is going to get and hop around to different, you know, huddles and scrums as players come off the field as well. So that's why, you know, A to Z does it at a different level come training camp and why you got to follow all of the content if you're a Titans fan looking to keep up with your favorite players. But what made you forget, or DeAndre Hopkins made you forget about what? Danny says the offensive line. Uh, Fonzo says it's Harold Landry's return. Bork says right tackle. Joe says NPF, NPF suspension. Bo says left tackle. Steven says kicker. Darius says uh, Landry coming back. Eric says Harold Landry. Nick says the kicker competition. Matt says the QB battle. Uh, Maven says uh, Monty Rice, I think is what that's supposed to say. Maybe a bit of a a typo there. Stefan says the O-line, we've got the kicker battle, Hassan Haskins, Caleb Barley, Harold Landry's return, battle of the backups at quarterback, Harold Landry and his readiness to play, also QB2, Harold Landry from Johnny, right tackle and Dillard at left tackle from Sky Hicks. Uh, number 10, that is DeAndre Hopkins. So DeAndre Hopkins made you forget about DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know what you're getting at there, Will. Maybe uh, you forgot got- about the number 10 curse. Oh, hey, because that it was D Hop wearing the jersey. Maybe. Forgot about the curse. He saw it. Said, "Hell, yeah. that looks good. That looks clean on that guy." Yeah. Uh, NPF replacement, offensive line, the return of Landry, John Robinson in general from <laughs> Michael. Uh, Landry looked really good yesterday. Says Brandon, who's getting starting reps at right tackle? Says Demario, backup battle from Caleb. Uh, Landry return from Luke, right tackle. So a lot of offensive line, a lot of uh, Harold Landry. Comments, Austin, what did DeAndre Hopkins make you forget about? There was a point in practice where I was like, oh, yeah, Will Levis is here. <laughs> like it I literally, I, I might have said that out loud. I don't know if I was standing next to people when I said that, but I definitely said it in my head. And, oh, yeah, Will Levis. And what does that going to look like? And is Will Levis going to do anything to make sure that he can win the QB2 battle because of being a second-round pick and being the – quarterback of the future and everything that Malik Willis was not as a rookie, but then the whole, and I think we're going to talk more tomorrow, Sam, about Malik Willis and the growth that he's made and what Mike Vrabel had to say about him. Cause Mike Vrabel spoke very highly of Malik Willis yesterday, but I, I completely forgot that Will Levis existed like for like a 20 minute time period. I was like, Oh, I, he's, he's here. And he is a very important storyline 
in this Titans offense in this Titans season. But yeah, so I, I, I guess I was focused so much on Tannehill and D hop during the team periods. And then when backup quarterbacks came in, Malik was second and Malik looked pretty good yesterday too. And then Will Levis being third, that's where I was like, yep, uh, Will Levis is here and, and he is a big deal to pay attention to uh, this offseason. And without the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes over the last two months almost, I think Will Levis versus Malik Willis would have been a story that we spent a lot more time on that we did not because of you know, the DeAndre Hopkins uh, month and a half long dating that Rand Carthon mentioned. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we're going to spend more time on. And I, I think particularly once we have preseason games, like that first game in Chicago will be really interesting. Uh, you know, I, I'll be at that game, covering that game while like you'll be on TV li- or listening on TV, hearing like the broadcast. I'll be watching them warm up. I'll like, that's when we're really going to see one, Will Levis against NFL competition for the first time. And two, see if Malik has taken that jump. Like, we remember what Malik looked like last year during the preseason. So what does he look like this season? When we see those guys in game action, I think that story will not, like, take that next step. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there are just so many things to keep your eye on with the Titans right now that it can be easy to, like, forget about the backup quarterback battle, which is a huge battle because as Zach and I talked about earlier this week, it's not just a backup battle. It is a battle for the future quarterback, uh, in in my eyes at least. So Bo says, is he that bad, referring to Will Levis? No, I actually thought Will Levis looked good yesterday. In the, you know, when he came out during 11 on 11, I loved, loved, loved what he did out of play action yesterday, which was, you know, that release that he has, a little bit unconventional, very fast, uh, really helps him get rid of the ball quickly. And when the Titans were running play action, he was, uh, you know, letting it rip and and finding guys over the middle of the field. He has some things to work through and, you know, maybe didn't have the best individual period based on some of the drills I've seen on video. But there's still a lot to like about Will Levis. And it's crazy how how much he has faded into the background where I don't even think anybody talked to him yesterday coming off the field, which is no. wild. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was worried about talking to people that could comment about DeAndre Hopkins and then also talking to people. There were three other guys that got a lot of run that normally wouldn't because of off-the-field situations. I know you talked to Peter Skronsky when he was asked about Northwestern and Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, You were also around uh, for NPF talking about his suspension, and I got the comments from Hassan Haskins about his uh, domestic violence arrest at last month. So there were some of those things and then everything else was about DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and so, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be able to get more, you know, variable and flexible storylines and content tomorrow. Cause I don't expect DeAndre Hopkins at practice on Friday because he left practice, uh, in the middle of yesterday, um, about, you know, yesterday's practice to go catch that flight that he had to get on. So, uh, Sam, what did you forget about with all the DeAndre Hopkins buzz? Because I forgot about Will Levis. What did you forget about? Yeah, so the chat was one that I honestly definitely forgot about because I didn't even think about it until the chat said it. So it was like double forgot about it. Yeah. Was Andre Dillard. Yeah. Uh, He's like a crazy important piece to the Titans offensive line at left tackle 
And, you know, maybe it's just because he is not very talkative and didn't talk much during minicamp uh, and isn't a person that many people are flagging down for an interview this time of year that he has kind of faded to the back of my mind. But, yeah, I kind of completely forgot to keep an eye on Andre Dillard and see how he was doing at left tackle. I know he got beat a few times by Arden Key yesterday, but, yep. you know, we'll, we'll see how that situation progresses. But the one that came to mind that I think I've forgotten about was chat said Harold Landry. I don't think I forgot about Harold Landry's return from ACL, but I do think I forgot how good this Titans defense can be. And it wasn't until I saw them come out for 11 on 11 and you and I are kind of running through who's on the field and we're going oh, Rashad Weaver wasn't on the field for that rep, and Danico Autry wasn't on the field for that rep. They were running with Key, Landry, Tart, Simmons, McCreary, Murphy Bunting, Fulton, Byard, you know, Aziz Alshire, Amani yeah. Hook, and we're going through them. We're like, there's names after names after names, and there's more on the sideline. No, we, no Elijah Molden, no Danico Autry. No, like, and I, that was a moment that I said, oh, yeah, this defense can be nasty. Like if they can stay on the field, this defense can be very, very good. Uh, So I've forgotten about that. And I think, you know, it's been easy to forget about that with, you know, some new faces, some guys missing some time and really, you know, an, an injury riddled season for big Jeff that kept the pass rush a little bit less productive, but the Titans defense is uh, really just in general the blanket thing that I forgot about. Yeah, and, and I, Arden Key was talking about top five defense potential and how they can be that. Jeffrey Simmons has some strong comments uh, on the Titans' defensive potential. The energy that they have is different than it was a year ago, and a year ago the energy was really strong and good. Uh, and so I think having Arden Key and Harold Landry on the edge is a massive upgrade from Bud Dupree and Rashad Weaver is a full-time guy a year ago. And having Rashad Weaver as your third edge rusher, I think is a, a luxury that can turn out to, to be pretty beneficial for the Titans defense. Yeah, they have some issues at depth in the secondary, uh, specifically the secondary and like safety where Elijah Molden's your third safety right now, but he's not really a pure safety. He's a hybrid safety that's going to play some nickel, that's going to play some corner, going to play some safety. Uh, and I don't really know if what they have beyond that. They signed AJ Moore, but Mike yeah. Rabel told me after practice that AJ Moore was signed for special teams. He was okay. signed as a gunner. So like, I, I don't expect AJ Moore to be a big part of this defense or in the safety rotation. So that is a concern, but Mike Vrabel had a quote yesterday where he said, you have to have a pair and a spare at every position. And they have that on the defensive line. They have that at, corner i think they definitely have that at inside linebacker like you have guys that should be starters and were starters last season that aren't on the field with the ones and so that shows you what this defense could be yeah that's another good topic Uh, we can bank that for next week uh where do the titans not have a pair and a spare don't answer that right now we'll do it later (laughs) uh i did see some comments saying that uh forgetting about andre dillard uh, andre he says not remembering Dillard sounds like a good thing. Playing bad draws attention to himself. True. Yes, that is typical of offensive line play. I don't necessarily think that applies to yesterday's practice in a vacuum. I think it was more it about 
it yeah. won't apply to any training camp practice until pads come on really like yeah. truly it like it it's very difficult to judge like Ryan Tannehill in 11 on 11 through what looked like a comeback route, maybe 15 yards downfield to DeAndre Hopkins. Nice little connection. He turned it up field, could have been a big gain. And we're like, do we celebrate that or not? Because Arden Key's dancing around in the backfield with his hand up like he would have just hit Ryan Tannehill if it was a live rep. So I you think so on that, because this is the, this is like, again, another basketball analogy. This is pickup basketball. It's like you called the foul that probably wouldn't have been a foul in a game, but you wanted to be like Arden keys screaming on the edge calling sack. I got him. I got him. I got him. But I think Ryan Tannehill yeah. forgot the ball out. I don't know. Uh, Cause you don't know. He might not have had time to wrap up Tannehill and bring him down, but if he gets, he get his hand on his arm and for like force, like strip sack get a fumble. The point is it, it's very difficult to judge what your pass protection looks like when guys aren't hitting a quarterback and like, they're not even blowing a play dead. They're still letting him go through his progressions and scramble out and and make a throw. So yes, in general, attention is bad for a left tackle, but in this instance, it's more of just the circumstances of the practice itself. Yeah. I, uh, I think, Arden Key, somebody just asked right here. Uh, it was Pistol Ramsey says, Austin and Sam, do you think Arden Key will be an impact? Yes, absolutely. I also think Arden Key is one of those guys Big that impact. he's so damn loud that he's going to call sack. I got a sack uh, a dozen extra times in training camp practices that probably aren't sacks, but just because he's out there with that energy trying to push people's buttons and he's just loud. I said this when they signed him and seeing him in OTAs, but he dominated minicamp. He dominated minicamp. But I said this when they signed him and I'll say this now firmly. He is a big upgrade in my eyes over Demarcus Walker, who had a good year last year. And Bud Dupree. Yeah. He's a big upgrade all over both of them. And, And so Titans fans were a little bit upset that, you know, Walker had a productive season with however many sacks he had, seven and a half sacks, whatever he had, going to Chicago. Bud Dupree had the injuries. Arden Key's on a different level than those guys right now. And e- even just in his aura, like it elevates everybody, right? Like he he is a a loud presence in that locker room that brings a different energy to this defense. And when you have You've already got Kevin Byer. You've already got Big Jeff. You've already got some big personalities on the defense. And now you've got Arden Key, you know, talking his smack as well. It, it's, uh, you know, it's nice to see this. Like you said, they are confident, man. They were one play, one play into 11 on 11s. And I hear Big Jeff running around in the backfield going, this is too easy, man. It's too easy. And yeah. like, they let him know. So uh, real quick, Johnny says, "Hey Austin, were you t- taking reps as well? I heard you almost get hit by a pass or a kick or something. I don't know who was who was talking about that. There was a errant, there was an incomplete was. pass that went between me and you. Yeah, I, you know, it was a business decision I had to make. Yeah, was, Sam Ma- did not decide to catch it. Malik John Glennon threw- tried to catch it, reaching over Sam, <laughs> but but didn't. I, so I don't know who was out there telling, talking about uh, who else was around there. I'm not sure uh, who." Uh, that John be... Glennon, he tried to make a one-handed snag. And, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Malik made a, it was an errant throw uh, like too far away from his receiver to the sideline. One hopped was about a foot for me. Like it would have been a pretty, yeah. it would have been a snap catch. And I said, 
do I try and, you know, go sports center top 10? Do I make a business decision? I went for the business decision. Dropping that football or going for that football does nothing but hurt me. Because if I make it, people are like, oh, okay, give it back. If I miss it, people are like, oh, look at you. The clown missed the football. Yeah, so. good catch, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, speaking of good catches, uh, somebody in the AFC South made a hell of a snag. And so we're going to ask the question here. Who was a better wide receiver addition in the AFC South? Calvin Ridley for the Jags or DeAndre Hopkins for the Titans? I think this is going to be interesting. So who was a better wide receiver addition in the AFC South between those two players? But Farm Bureau Health Plans, a great addition for you for your health coverage. Farm Bureau Health Plans can help you out uh, with your health, dental, and or vision. And you can get your process started at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped people across Tennessee uh, for 75 plus years save money and get great coverage that you can rely on and be trustworthy as well. Zach saved 20% on his health coverage when he switched to Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can do something similar, and it's so easy to start, and it's for everybody's situation. Everybody's got their own life situation, your different health backgrounds, your health uh, you know, projections, your current financial or family situation. All of that impacts your health coverage. Farm Bureau Health Plans will work with you to navigate through it all and make the right plan for you. So check them out at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Place that first wager with that bonus code. That's ATOZ Sports. And even if you lose, you get your money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. It's a second chance to win big with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM.com, and the BetMGM app. Austin, you asked the question. Yeah. Uh, and I. I, I don't feel like you did that guy down in Jacksonville enough. Uh, I, I feel like you did him a little dirty here because you just kind of stuck that question in there. And we've been talking, singing D hops praises, but we need to show what Calvin Ridley did yesterday. That sparked this because the video out of Jags camp has people buzzing about their new wide receiver edition. So that first video is the one that went like crazy viral because that Zay Jones, a guy that had 80 catches and 800 yards last season running his route and Calvin Ridley runs it immediately after him. And everybody who hasn't seen Calvin Ridley in quite some time with the full suspension last season said, Mm -hmm. Oh, he looks fast. Like I'll play this beginning, but look at the difference in speed between Zay Jones to Calvin Ridley here. I mean, that is, he takes off at a different level. So yeah, I just wanted to get that out there for the people that are, uh, you know, I assumed it would be a D hop heavy answer, but I want to give Calvin Ridley a chance to, uh, you know, show what he's looking like during camp before we really talk about it. Yeah. I just saw a comment that people forget that Calvin Ridley is really good and, and he is, and he's very talented. He's also younger, significantly younger than Deandre Hopkins. And he's fresh because he hasn't played in a dang year. And Zay Jones is also not like speedy. So like you're going like you're judging possession wide receiver versus speed wide receiver and back to back to make that look definitely uh, 
uh, you know, a, a big difference, exaggerated difference, I guess, uh, for that too. So look, I, I think Calvin really is really talented. And so we asked this question specifically. Better wide receiver addition in the AFC South. Jags for and Calvin Ridley are Titans DeAndre Hopkins. So you can take that's open to interpretation because I see a lot of people saying that um, that the Titans had to have DeAndre Hopkins and that Calvin Ridley was a luxury. Gannon says that uh, D Hop is the answer. Yeah, Calvin Ridley a luxury for the Jags. Titans had to get D Hop. So yes, while that's true, I think DeAndre Hopkins is more impactful overall uh, for the Titans in the win loss category. But I think at this point, if you're looking long-term Calvin Ridley can be a complete difference maker for the Jags for a couple years to come. So Sam, I'll let you get to the chat before I give my official answer, but what's everybody saying here? Well, the chat is uh, predictably very large going in the way of Deandre Hopkins. Uh, Andre says D hop, of course, got D hop from Trey. We got, uh, you know, D hop from, well, Trey is spamming D hop in the comments. He really believes in uh, D hop. Uh, let's see. We have uh, D hop all day from Damon. We have hop from Steven. We have uh, Ridley from Dylan white. Richie says it's D hop. We have, uh, you know, camp darling, Calvin Ridley from Orlando. Uh, let's see. We have D hop uh, does that in his sleep. Sam says Jay who supports a Deandre Hopkins. Uh, so I, you know, I saw an overwhelming Mike Jones said D hop, uh, clout house pointed out that Ridley was younger and therefore better. Uh, well, and, so. and let me, let me correct something. Cause Calvin really is 28 years old. Not D-Hop's 31. <laughs> yeah. Not that much younger. And, and I, well, I did three years is a, I guess three years is a lot. Well, if but, you're comparing. but he's also a year and a half removed from playing in a game. I forgot that Calvin Ridley was like COVID eligibility old in college before COVID. <laughs> like I think Calvin Ridley was like a 19 or 20 year old freshman uh, in, in college when he was at Alabama. And so I don't know why or what happened with that and how he got behind or, or whatever, but he's old. And so he was in the 2018 draft. He's played four years and he set out last year. So this is his sixth year in the NFL and he's already 28 years old, which is a couple years more than what the normal is. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I can go first here. And he'll be 29 in December. So he's already 29 you know, mid season. Yeah. Two um, and a half years younger than, than D hop. D hop's been around for like five extra seasons. I think for a lot of reasons, the answer has to be Deandre Hopkins. Um, Number one is what chat pointed out, which is the Titans had to have D hop. So in terms of what's a better addition, I think he improves the Titans more than Calvin Ridley improves the Jaguars just in terms of better addition. I think Deandre Hopkins is the better player. Uh, I, I have been on the record of feeling like Deandre Hopkins is a top 10 NFL wide receiver. I'm not sure you can say the same about Calvin Ridley right now because Yes, Calvin Ridley is very good. People forget that he's very good. But even at his very best, his best season in Atlanta was 2020, the COVID year, where he had 90 receptions for 1,374 yards and nine touchdowns, which paced for right about what DeAndre Hopkins had last year in Arizona uh, and was on pace for with less receptions, actually. And, uh, you know, right around the same amount of yards with 
quarterbacks of Trace McSorley and Colt McCoy throwing him the ball for a lot of the time. So like, I think D hop still has that level of production in him. He's got a history of doing it for longer and has had more successful seasons in his career. Um, I think Hopkins is the better fit in the Titans offense than Calvin Ridley is for the Jags as well. So I think Hopkins for all of those reasons is the better addition in the AFC South, but it is interesting to see, you know, as the season gets underway and you kind of have the Titans versus Jags thing, how impactful Calvin Ridley is and how much of the uh, D hop buzz that sort of steals. Yeah. So uh, more of your comments, uh, what was a better wide receiver addition in the AFC South, the Jags getting Calvin Ridley or the Titans getting DeAndre Hopkins. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Aura app. Aura keeps you safe online with so many different features, and you can get a two-week free trial using our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And I signed up with Aura, and I had 30 data brokers who were sharing my information, selling my information to spammers, robocallers, junk mailers, telemarketers, and Aura automatically submitted me out of those uh, lists on my behalf without me having to do anything. It took two or three minutes to sign up. It's super easy. And a two-week free trial is a great way to start because it only took five or six days for those data brokers to stop calling me and emailing me uh, on a daily basis. So Aura can hit set you up. They've also got a great password manager and protector that lets you know if a password uh, probably could have been a, a part of a data uh, breach or not and help you change those and stay on top of that. Credit and identity theft monitoring as well everything inside of one app, but make sure you do it with our link for a two week free trial. That's aura.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ sports on the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, get a chance to win big twice. If your first bet loses with the king of sports books. So use that bonus code when you place your first wager, that's ATOZ sports. For up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. From problem gambling support, call the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789. Uh, Austin. Chat is uh, kind of going a little crazy. We got some Jags fans coming up yeah. saying Lawrence over Tannehill, ready for the Jags to prove y'all wrong. This ain't the 2018 Bortles Jags. And yeah, I think those are fair comments. And I, I don't think this says that the Jags are better or uh, are not better than the Titans or that they can't rival the Titans for the AFC South this year. I think it'll be a really fun matchup to watch these two teams. I just think Hopkins is the better player and a bigger need. And so he's the better addition. What do you think? on? This? Yeah. I mean, when it, we're at, we're asking, we're not asking who's the better wide receiver in 2023. Cause I think Calvin Ridley versus Deandre Hopkins, there's a better argument there, but it's better, better addition. And so without Calvin Ridley, the Jacksonville Jaguars have Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram as really talented pass catchers, plus Travis Etienne Jr. out of the backfield as a running back who's a very talented pass catcher. And I think we all know without DeAndre Hopkins, the Titans' uh, uh, depth chart is not that impressive uh, when it comes to anybody behind Traylon Burks who is still mostly unproven when it comes to the national audience. I have high expectations and a, and a strong belief that Traylon Burks can. But when you're talking about the Titans without D-Hop and the Jags without Ridley, the Jags are a better firepower of an offense. So the better addition is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, 
he improved, I, yeah, he improves the Titans more than Ridley improves the Jags. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think Hopkins is the better player in 2023 too, but I do think that's a better conversation. And, you know, uh, that's just my personal opinion on it. I don't think that is a, you know, a slam dunk by any means, but I do believe in D hop and yeah, it's about like who improves their team more, what team, you know, it, took a bigger jump with their wide receiver addition. I think it's Tennessee. I think you do too. And I, I don't feel like that's much of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, and somebody just says, why does everybody think Zay Jones is good? He's trash. Like I don't, Zay Jones is not he trash. He had a solid year last year. I mean, he's, yeah. he's not amazing. He's solid. Well, it's, it's what's he's the role. Three. Yeah. Well, it's what's the role is Zay Jones is a bigger bodied possession receiver. And then you've got Christian Kirk speed. And now you've got Calvin Ridley, the full, the full package. So the, the Jags got three really good and a very athletic tight end. In you know, yeah. Room. And now who's going to block for him in the run game. I don't know, but that's, that's not necessarily their philosophy uh, is to pack it in like the Titans are. So, you know, I think, you know, Zay Jones is a good receiver and he fits what the Jags need with those top three guys. I think if you say who are the the Jags top three uh, receivers versus the Titans top three receivers, I think everybody's going to go Jags. Now, if you make it top two, then I think we, there's a better conversation there. But the Jags get really good depth in the in the pass catching uh, option, but which which is why we both answered DeAndre Hopkins for this specific catch uh, question. Yeah, no, no disagreements there. Uh, but the, I mean, these two teams are just going to be. This rivalry that's going to keep brewing throughout training camp and stuff. This is going to be a fun one in the regular season. I like Jags fans are trying to be respected. Titans fans have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder heading into this season. It's going to make the AFC South a lot of fun to watch. Yep. A to Z sports here live on this Thursday, Sam, uh, we will be back at Titans practice tomorrow morning. So a lot of content. If you've not seen it on our YouTube channel, make sure you do that. Also, while you're watching here, give a thumbs up, give a like to this show. If you're watching on Facebook and YouTube and Sam, we've got so many different things on YouTube and TikTok across social media from yesterday's practice too. Yeah. I, like I've seen a lot of questions in there. I saw somebody saying like, Oh, who's, who's getting reps at right tackle right now. Well, go read my article from yesterday. Uh, you know, that laid out right now, who looks like the front runner to start at right tackle for the Titans week one. Roster could still change. You know, we don't know what's happening with some of these uh, guys they brought in for a workout. But right now, there's a clear guy who is the favorite to win the job. So read the article. Like, we, we've got the content coming that are answering some of these big questions that you have. Go, you know, check out Twitter where we're covering the kicking competition. We're covering the offensive line. We're covering the defense and have videos of Harold Landry's return. So, it's just loaded with content, but A to Z sports, go to the website, go to the social media pages. It, all of your Titans questions are answered on there. Yep. Uh, absolutely. All right, Sam, it is now time for the magic bucket. You've got the magic bucket in person. Uh, so let's go ahead and rip that bandaid off. <laughs> By Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. See our friend Painbone in Lebanon. Once again, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. So Sam, magic bucket. Let's uh, see what we have in store today. This is magic. this one's for you. I went first last Ooh, week. So this one's for you. You don't, you don't typically like me to go first. Okay, interesting. I don't think All it right, really matters. I'm going to dig. One. Try and find one I haven't done before. Here we go. Oh, got a thin one. I've done this. Log on to BetMGM, place a $10 bet at the chat's choice. 
By the way, the chat wasted that $10 after I told them what bet was going to win that day. So thanks, chat, for nothing. You could have still made the bet yourself if you're that confident. No, they faded me. Like they. Oh, got it. They, I was like, oh, they were like, bet the Lakers tonight. I said, the Lakers aren't winning tonight. And they said, bet the Lakers tonight. Lakers lost. But all right, uh, let's see. Wear glasses on tomorrow's show. I've done that as well. Glasses or sunglasses? It says glasses, but you don't have glasses. I don't have glasses. I don't Me and Zach gla- have glasses, so that's why that's in there. Yeah, that would hurt my eyes if I did that. So yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't I... do that unless you have like blue light lenses, which is probably a good thing. I think I should probably get blue light lenses at some point too. I have this monocle that I still have sitting on my uh, desk. Yeah, but that will also like, uh, you know, like a magnifying glass burn your retina because of, well, you know, I did wear the monocle for a show, but all right, right, let's see what we got. Another one. Order a necklace from Amazon and wear it on Monday show. Yes. Yes. This will be fun. All yes. Right. I'm going to go full Kirko chains here. You can uh, do whatever you want to do. Just let me know what, you know, send me the Amazon link and I'll, and I'll purchase it for you. So you don't have to out of pocket buy a stupid necklace. All right. So Monday show, which will, is that going to be at the facility? What do <laughs> yes. we, oh, <laughs> you I'm going to be take, at the you can Titans take the facility. Necklace off. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to be in the middle of the Titans parking lot looking like a doofus with a, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get something obnoxious. Like I am going to get like, we're going to. So, all right, let's see for you. Wear Derrick Henry eye black for a show. I did this. Have you done this? I have not done this. There we go. It's fun. I did the, I did the cross and everything like all. Yeah. So Derrick Henry eye black for you. Are you going to do that? You can't do that Monday. I, you at, can't do that. No, we can't do that Monday or when we're, we're at the there. facility and I can take the necklace off. You can't take eye black off. Yeah. I don't have time do to go wash my face before practice. Although that would really feel nice and, and refreshing after doing a show outside in uh, August. Uh, I can do uh next Wednesday. We'll put that in the calendar next Wednesday. Derek Henry eye black. Cause there's no practice that day. Yeah, uh, yeah. So next next show that you're not at the facility for is Derrick Henry Eye Black Day. Uh, chat, I see a lot of chats sending me like necklace suggestions. Um, let me know. Tweet me. Sit. DM me. Something like that. Give me a suggestion. Do you see one on Amazon that you think would be good that you want me to rock on Monday show? Send it my way. We'll see if we can make it happen. Um, so yeah, there you go. All right, I'm uh, calendar update. <laughs> Derek Henry Eye Black, Wednesday, uh, August second. So, all right, we'll get that stuff done. So I'm excited to see your necklace. Um, so, yeah, and by tweet you, you mean X you? Well, I was gonna. So I thought to, clearly we talked about this earlier. I thought today was Wednesday, so I was prepared to throw shade, and I was gonna throw so much shade at Elon because what the heck is X? Like, yeah, can we save it? Save it for Wednesday. You can do it all. You can do it next week. All right. People this guy's still- a doofus. Like, <laughs> he's so smart, but sometimes he just like, yeah, he makes me mad. Why? Why? Okay. We'll he's just a troll. 
All right, guys, make sure you give the show a like. Hit that thumbs up button. We greatly appreciate that. Always more people watch and hit the like button. If we just had more people hit the like button, that'd be great for everybody because it helps us out with the algorithm, help us grow, help us have better conversations and audience here with you guys throughout training camp. So make sure you subscribe because the YouTube channel is where all the best stuff goes for Titans training camps. So check us out there, and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Friday for another practice. I appreciate it as always.